peace to you in Jesus' name. We are growing in the Father's care. What does it take to keep something growing in your backyard? We have such things to battle, to keep our souls growing as well. The ground of our hearts and minds might be hard-packed, rock-infested, and thorn-joked, but God's merciful Spirit creates receptive soil in which small new life finds purchase, takes root, and bears much fruit. Today we celebrate God's care and his ever-nurturing spirit. May you be so blessed as we worship together. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good Father, be gracious to us. In you my soul takes shelter. Let me take shelter in the shadow of your wings until the destroying star storm is over. God, we call on you, the Most High, on you, our God, who has done everything for us. Send from the heavens and save us. Send your faithfulness and love. Oh, the depths of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. Good and loving Father, we need to hear your loving voice. We need to hear you speak graciously of your tender fatherly love for us. Have mercy on us, O God. Forgive our sins and lead us to everlasting life. People loved by Jesus, God our Father, sends the nourishing rain that waters the earth, and it is, and it is his care and compassion sent from the heavens that nurtures our spirit. As a servant of Jesus and by his authority, I forgive you all your sins and celebrate with you the good will God has for us. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Together we pray. Good Father, your glorious and gracious Spirit can nurture us in so many ways. Bless us this day that we can take in the strength and courage, the love and compassion that is from you and so nourishes us in eternal ways. 
through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We turn to God's sacred word from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 55, beginning at verse 10. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush will grow the juniper, and instead of briars the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown, for an everlasting sign that will endure forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our holy gospel is according to St. Matthew, the 13th chapter, beginning at verse 1 to verse 9, and then verses 18 to 23. Glory to you, O Lord. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. 
but since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why is Jesus telling us stories? Well, he's helping us understand eternal mysteries. And Jesus makes it sound simple. What is God doing? In a world that can seem so random and filled with chance. Like reading a story to a child. Jesus wants to open up our imagination. So we can see the care and love of our Heavenly Father. Everything Jesus does sparks our imagination. He went down to the lake of Galilee, and when a large crowd gathered around him, he got into a boat, and he sat down in the boat and began to teach the crowd while they stood on the shore. Listening to his words as the waves gently moved the boat, you might get the sense that Jesus had been swept here from some distant shore far, far away. He is the Son of the living God. The wind of the Spirit has blown him from heaven to earth to tell us what is on the other side. Our caring, loving Father has sent us Jesus so that we may grow in spirit. Jesus could see into the eyes of the crowd. They were thirsty for insight and understanding to grow closer to God. So Jesus tells a story 
about a farmer walking across his field. He is throwing seed in different directions as he goes. It falls on rocky places, shallow places, and among thorns. Birds come and snatch up what they can. And Jesus is asking each of us to think about where we landed in life. When you imagine the different possibilities, you could probably easily make a list of things to be grateful for. And you might also think of things that could have made your life very different. What if you had grown up in a different state or even a different country? Or what if you had lived at a different time in history? Each of us could have a list of blessings and challenges in our life. And Jesus wants us to see the part where in the story the farmer is first letting go of the seed as he throws it in different directions into the wind. Our Heavenly Father, He is watching. He sees the spot where you landed. Now in the telling of Jesus' story, God has come back to care for you. Our Almighty God, He understands the challenges. Maybe you were growing in your little spot, and then something came and just snatched away your motivation and your hope. Maybe you were cruising along, and then somehow, you just got worn down. Your spirits started to droop. Or maybe in your little spot, you found it hard to just feel free. There's always so much to worry about in any given day. Or maybe... Just maybe you had too many comforts and things were too easy and nothing ever really pushed you to really grow. So here is Jesus bobbing up and down in this boat on the lake and he can see in the eyes of the crowd standing on the shore he wants us to wonder and ask him, Can you awaken my soul? Can you restore my hope? Can you coax me away from my worry or from my worries or even my comforts? Lord, what do I need to let go of in order to grow? 
The caring father is like the farmer in Jesus' story. He is waiting to hear his planted field called out, call out to him and say, I'm thirsty. He sees you. He hears you. And he now comes to nourish the garden. Perhaps we could think of David. David, a young man, had risen to be the court musician for the crazy King Saul. And then when Saul tried to kill David, he ran away to hide in a cave. And David believed God could find him anywhere. And so even then he could sing, Let me take refuge and shelter in the shadow of your wings. For great is your love, reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Oh, but, well, not everyone is the visionary soul that David was. That's for sure. So God sent us his living son, Jesus. And there he is. We can see him gently rocking back and forth in this boat, teaching us, listening to us. Tell him you are thirsty. And like the woman at the well, Jesus says, the water I give you will become a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Isaiah the prophet had long ago heard God make this promise. As the rain and snow comes down from heaven, watering the earth, making it bud and flourish, I will send you the messenger who will give you joy and lead you in peace. And you, my growing trees and tall plants, you will clap your hands And so, indeed, the messenger arrived. Jesus now gently floats in this boat, touching the earth just barely with the love of God. But there he is. And then Jesus will nourish the ground of this life that we live with his own sacred blood shed on the cross. And then Jesus will rise from his grave alive, showing us God can make new life for us forever. So what does growing in the Spirit look like for you today? 
Perhaps for you it will mean finding more reasons to tell God thank you. Finding more reasons today than you did yesterday. Perhaps like a small plant, it will mean pushing away the soil of despair or pushing away the soil of anxiety or fear, looking for the certain light that is above. You are growing toward Almighty God. It means that God gets bigger as we get smaller. It means he gets more significant as we become more insignificant. We live in the garden of our Father's care. His life-giving water is ours in Jesus' name. May you be nourished and grow in his compassion and love. Let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you and praise you and worship you. We pray, bless us, that we may grow in spirit. Bless us with strength and courage in your eternal way. May we see your love. May our trust in you never waver. That we may grow in God's great care. In Jesus' name, may we be so blessed. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. I invite you to make an offering by sending it to our church by mail or by going through our website to make a donation. Thank you. Bless you.
and together let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Good Father, we thank you for your gracious care. Bless us to trust you and live in the light of your good care. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Good Father, you see us here in need of your healing. Bless us as we make good choices about what to do, where to go, and how we care for one another. Help all those who bring healing care and nourishing life for others. Grant them wisdom, love, and mercy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Good Father, each of us, your children, have our own challenges we face, whether in body, mind, or spirit. Be with each of us. Help us to grow in the strength of our faith and confidence in you. We especially ask your blessing for those we know who need your care. Use your power to heal and bring wholeness to your children. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Good Father, by your word and spirit, guide us along the pilgrim way and bring us at last with all your saints to the joys of your presence in your kingdom, which never ends. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, we ask your blessing for those we name before you in our hearts. Into your hands, Abba, Father, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Father, we pray as Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, good Father, for the many ways you have blessed us, for your gracious word of forgiveness, and for your words of wisdom and insight, for your fatherly embrace of love and support. May we now grow in the light of your good care, 
through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. For the life-giving presence of Jesus, our Lord, we give you thanks and praise. For the glorious hope of the resurrection, we give you thanks and praise. For the opportunity to bless one another with joy, we give you thanks and praise. Amen. And together we worship our God by saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Thank you for listening to this audio service of Bethlehem Lutheran Church, Glen Lake, Minnesota. This podcast features Reverend James Disney with music by Sue Bloom, produced and edited by Amy Munson. If you enjoy listening, we encourage you to visit our website at www.blcmtka.org to learn more about our church and to support this podcast. Blessings upon your week.